Hey, what is up, everybody? My name is Jordan Biddle, and welcome to the Cincinnati Reds Fan Podcast. And the Reds lose game two to the, to the Chicago Cubs. Um, honestly, st- the game started off uh, really well for the Reds. Um, and then it kind of just plummeted for, from there. And we're going to jump right into that. So the Reds uh, automatically jump off to a 3 nothing lead, which is phenomenal, boosts some confidence. Um, it's, I mean, it should have boosted some confidence in the Reds. Should have got the offense uh, going a lot more, and they should have scored a lot more runs, but they didn't. The guy from AAA that was pitching against him yesterday has a 4.76 ERA in AAA, and they only put up three runs against him. I think through six innings, I didn't get to watch the whole entire game, but um, I did watch some videos and, and, and things like that. But um, my question is, why are the why do the Reds score three runs in the first, and then they're so I mean they're so silent the rest of the game? Why are they like that? Why do they do that? I have so many things to talk about today. It might be a forty-minute podcast. Honestly, it's going to it's more than likely going to be a long podcast, but. Why are the why is the Reds often so inconsistent? Uh, like, for example, Suarez getting that solo home run probably should have been a two-run home run. Uh, with Joey Votto getting robbed of a, a great catch by Amora, um, uh, probably a double. So that should have been like a two-run home run for one. Uh, probably uh, would have won the game four to three because we're in the extra innings uh, because of that catch. But we didn't win that game, uh, unfortunately. But besides that, the why are the Reds so inconsistent? Suarez getting the home run, then striking out a couple times after that against the same pitcher. Why are they so inconsistent? I don't understand that. The reason why the Cubs offense is so good is because they're consistent. Okay, they'll strike out one time here, but they'll, then they'll get a hit their next at bat. It, they're consistent. They are consistent. They play well together, and, and they get runs. One here, one there, two here, two there. They don't, I mean, does that make sense? I, I, it's really frustrating for the, for the Reds' offense to do that, to get three runs in the first inning and do nothing else the rest of the game. I don't understand that. Number two. Disclafani. Alright, Disclafani, you had a decent outing. But why well, I don't know who was calling the pitches, whether it was Farmer or David Bell or the pitching coach or Disclafani himself. I don't know who's calling the pitches. But all the runs came off of fastballs. All of them. Every single one of them. Why are you throwing fastball fastball? Fastballs to sluggers. Why are you throwing a 94 miles an hour fastball on 2-0 count to Chris Bryant, one of the best pure hitters in the game, and let him tee off on you? A 2-0 count and you're going to throw a fastball to him with two outs in the inning? Are you insane? Are you nuts? I mean, that, that's dumbfounded. 
absolutely ridiculous. I would rather you just walk the guy. At least when you walk the guy, you have a new count with the next batter, which is Anthony Rizzo. So I don't understand that situation whatsoever. And then you and then you get lazy um, with the the, the two, two run home run with uh, Garcia. You get lazy and, and lay up a fastball for him in the first pitch, and the guy flipping cracks one over the fence. It's ridiculous. And then Russell Iglesias throwing a fastball in a one and one count to Schwarber, who swings at technically anything that is thrown to him. And then he cracks that one over the thing. It makes no sense. These sluggers, these Cubs hitters, take advantage of these pitches. That's the reason why they're the number one offense. But they swing at everything. Why are we throwing fastballs to them on these ridiculous counts? You know, I mean, it's, it's stupid. It's stupid. Two no count should not be a fastball. Especially with two outs. One and one count should not be a fastball. Especially in late innings and in extra innings. That's ridiculous. Another reason why, okay, we, okay, I'll, I'll get to this in a second. But another reason why we need a couple more pitchers in the starting and the bullpen and the starting rotation. We need another reliever. We need another starting pitcher. We have to get those pieces. We have to. But anyway. Uh, it's, it's, it's really, uh, uh, we, we need from the last few games that I've been seeing from Mally having a horrendous start, giving up eight earned runs, 10 runs on the mound. That right there alone tells me we need another starting pitcher or, um, or ace pitcher. With Rossella Iglesias giving as many saves as he's given up this year, that just shows that we need another uh, relief pitcher. It doesn't have to be some Craig Kimbrell or Kenley Jansen type pitcher. We just need a solid, reliable pitcher and another pitcher in the bullpen. Not a Zach Duke, not a Wandy Peralta. We need another solid relief pitcher that is guaranteed to give us innings and get us out. And maybe another Jared Hughes, maybe another Michael Lorenzen, those type, those type of guys. We need another offensive piece. Now, coming or, or getting on the offensive piece subject, the Reds, there are rumors the Reds are trying to get Ender Inciarte, who is currently hurt from the Braves. 
a center fielder whose defense is really good. His defense is really good. His offense would probably come around. But isn't a piece that we need. Isn't a piece that we that I think would be a waste. It would be a waste. In my opinion. 110% waste. So when we get Ender Enciarte and put him in center field, Yasio Puigan right, where are we putting Nick Sinzel? Where are we putting Jesse Winker? You know? We're at, I mean, I are we trading them to the Braves? I don't know. I don't know what, what the Reds are thinking. We need a huge piece. A huge, a big name. And Ciarte, his name is known, but his name is not like a Bryce Harper, Paul Goldschmidt, a Joey Votto, you know, the Rizzo, Bryant, those type of players. We need a big name, whether it's starting pitcher, pitching, a bullpen or 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 um outfield. Now I would go I would be okay with them acquiring uh Enciarte and then like a cinder guard or say um acquiring somebody like uh maybe a starting pitcher like from the Marlins, I forget his flipping name, Alacantra, whatever his name is, from the Marlins, and then getting a big name like Ozuna or something, that I would be okay with. That I would be fine with. But we can't go after these little names for starting pitching, relief pitching, and an offensive piece. We had to at least have one big name. One, it brings in more fans. Two, it brings in more money. Three, it it makes the team ten times better. It gives the team confidence. That's why it's so important to bring in a big name. So, I I, I don't know. It's, it's um, It's pretty crazy to me. To see the Reds doing this bad. I mean, they're what, 43 and 49 now? Should have won yesterday's game. Should have won um, Colorado. Probably, probably two out of three in Colorado. I'll give Colorado one game. But, I mean, it's been, it's been horrible. Should have won. I mean, <sighs> We should be four and four and one right now to, to start the second half. We should be four and one to start the second half. And, and, and you know what? So that would what, what, what would that make us? Forty six and forty eight, two games back of five hundred. But um, I mean, I was looking at something that the on on uh, on a Reds report or something. The it's called like the poly. Gothrion or something called Polygothrion record, which means what the record, what the Reds' record should be is 49 and 42. The games they should have won. 
the games they 110% should have won, but they did not, that they choked on, they should be 49 and 42. They should be competing for a first place right now. But that is the exact opposite right now. We are now 43 and 49. We have a chance to win another series against the Cubs tomorrow, which is a huge game. But I don't know what's going to happen. Hugh Darvish has been struggling all year. Sonny Gray has been good for the Reds this year. Um, Sonny Gray is due for a bad start, but hopefully he continues his um, really good pitching of late. Uh, the Cubs offense has struggled against pitching against the Reds all season. But that does not mean they're gonna—they're not gonna come out and uh, beat up Sonny Gray. Uh, I, so I don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. I don't know. Hopefully Sonny Gray comes out on fire. Um, but but anyway, um, I did get another question um, last or yesterday. I guess you could say last night. Um, and the question was, who do you think? Hold on, let me pull up this question. Right All right, who do you think the Reds should be trading for at the deadline and why? That's the first question. And two, uh, hold on, let me pull up a second question here. Uh, and then who do you think the Reds should sign um, for next year? Um, so I, for the answer to your first question, um, I believe the Reds should be going for an ace pitcher. Uh, I've been saying this the whole podcast. The podcast. I think they should be going for an ace pitcher. Um, that should be their number one priority. I don't even care. I know the Reds' offense has struggled all year, but they're going to come around next year. I'm looking ahead to next year. I am personally looking personally looking to ahead to next year. So. I think they should go for, like, center guard, strongly bump guarder. And then to add on to their bullpen, they need another bullpen piece. The pitching and the defense is the number one thing any team should have. I'm telling you, the offense will eventually come around. If the Reds could hold their teams or, or the opposing team to two or three runs a game, the Reds are going to win 70% of those games. So they need to add another ace pitcher like center guard or Strowman or Bumgarner like, like I said. And then they need to add a relief pitcher like um, the guy from San Francisco, what was his name? Like Will Smith or, Smith or something like that? I, I forget what his name is. Um, or a, a really solid bullpen piece. We could even be looking for another closer since Russell Iglesias has been absolutely horrendous for us this year as a closer. Um, and then they answer your second question, who do I think the Reds should sign? I think the Reds should 110% sign Scrooge Jeanette. And then they should uh, sign Alex Wood. Those are two guys I would like to see them sign. And uh, Jose Iglesias. 
Um, so those three guys are the guys I would like for, for them to sign. Um, Yasio Puig, I think they will sign. Um, I don't care if they would trade him at the deadline as long as they get a good tray out of, trade out of him. So, uh, so that's that. Uh, thank you for your question. But um, anyway, another thing I want to talk about is Jesse Winker. Jesse Winker should be a 290 hitter right now. And maybe an all-star. Probably not an all-star. But he should be a 290 hitter. His on-base percentage should be around 390, 400. But you know what? Jesse Winker likes to swing at the first pitch. Jesse Winker loves to swing at the first pitch. And that's something we cannot have. We have to be more selective with our pitches. I'm seeing too many guys striking out on three pitches. Jose Iglesias swinging out a ton of pitches, going 0-2, and getting down the count. Winker swinging at the first pitch, grinding out to second base, shortstop, first baseman. You know, so we need to be more selective as a team with our pitches. I'm pretty sure we're, we're, I I don't know this specifically, but I've heard from um, our um, broadcast team from Cincinnati Reds, like Tom Brenneman and and Jim Day and Chris Welsh, I've heard that the Reds have one of the highest swing percentages in the major leagues. That is not good. That is not good. That is probably 90% of the reason why the Reds offense has been so cold this whole entire season. Their all-base percentage is not good. As a team, it is not good. Again, everybody is not living up to their average career stats. No one on this team which is honestly really horrible. That is something we need to fix. And I think, to add on to the question earlier, I think the Reds should uh, go for Francisco Lindor, which is probably not going to happen, but is a, is 110% worth a shot. Um, giving them a whole bunch of prospects and, um, like, Jesse Winker or something, or maybe even uh, Jose Peraza or Jose Iglesias to um, replace Lindor. Of course, you can't replace Lindor, but with the right prospects, you can. And with a major league shortstop like Peraza or Iglesias, but they could they could get Francisco Lindor if they give them the right pieces. So, um, I'm. Not sure if that's actually going to happen. I don't see it happening. Oh, yeah, but it would be awesome if they did. So, to add on to that question. But anyway, um, the Reds have got to get this win against Chicago. If they win tomorrow, they're still playing 500 ball. 
If they don't win tomorrow, they're two games under 500 for the second half so far, and that is not good. That's digging themselves a hole. Um, do I see the Reds winning tomorrow? Uh, yes, I do, but do I see them losing tomorrow? Yes, I do. So it's a 50-50 shot tomorrow. Uh, again, whoever pitches better will win the game. These are two very good offensive teams. Of course, Cubs probably being their better offensive team. The Reds potentially being the better offensive team, but they're, they're, they haven't been all season. So we'll have to see what happens. But um, I'm projecting that the Reds win tomorrow. Should be going for the sweep, but they're not. Simple as that. Um, I will keep you guys posted on the trade rumors with the Cincinnati Reds and what is going on with the trade rumors and such. Um, we, I mean, we finally got a rumor. Not the rumor I wanted with Ender Enciarte. Um, not the rumor I wanted for sure. Because um, it, it kind of just makes no sense to me. They would be adding a piece that we don't need. Um, so it just kind of makes no sense. So, but anyway, um, yep, the Reds, I predict the Reds win tomorrow, and then we come back home to play St. Louis, I believe, let me check, I don't, I didn't check yesterday for you guys, because my internet was just kind of being weird, um, yeah, so Thursday, we come back home, uh, let's play St. Louis, and that game. Roark on the mound versus Hudson. So that's going to be a tough game right off the bat. Hudson is probably the, 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 the Cardinals' best pitcher this year. Uh, Roark did have a bad outing last uh, last outing, and hopefully he, got, he bounces back from that. So we'll have to see what happens. But um, all in all, for, uh, first... Um, First things first, we don't want to uh, fall back to seven games under 500. Um, I mean, plain and simple, but um, it could happen. So, but anyway, that's all I have for you guys today. I uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, yeah, hit that subscribe button. Please uh, keep sending in the questions, guys. I appreciate the questions. Uh, I, it, it really excites me um, to see that. Um, that you guys are, are supporting me like that and, and, and wondering what my opinion is. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, just, uh, my, my Twitter is jbitch37, uh, which is J-B-I-D-D-S-3-7 on Twitter. So hit me up there, and you guys try to get through this Wednesday, and I'm going to try to do the same. Have a phenomenal day.